hello everyone good evening good morning good afternoon from whatever time you're listening to me welcome back to my podcast and this this today is a day of mixed emotions so i am thankful for everybody who listened to the first podcast and i got a lot of feedback and that has made me go into more research and i think with all the happenings in the last 24 hours i am just i'm having mixed emotions i am (sighs) a lot of things have happened in nigeria in the last 24 hours concerning the NSAS protests there have been new developments in the state national capital and um, one of the most um, recent ones is that uh, the, there has been a ban in the streets of Abuja what does that mean I mean that the government has said that there can be no more protests in the FCT in the federal capital territory of the Federal Republic of Nigeria where we have human beings that are privy to the human rights I think that's what's making me have the mixed feelings that I'm having because I I think when i see that the government is taking this sort of move right it makes me sit down and wonder and i ask myself is there something you are afraid of if you think or if you see that you are the government are you afraid that we are so powerful that you have to use some sort of higher authority it's like you're beating a baby, like a one-month-old baby, with a with a with a stick, a very big stick. That's what it looks like. Because I re- I was watching the news and I saw the, I saw the breaking news by 10 p.m. That was um yesterday, the 14th. Uh, sorry, that was um when? Yeah. Yesterday, the 15th, that was when I saw the breaking news on Channels TV. Channels TV is a local, um, is a Nigerian television station that airs news and other TV programming 24 hours a day in Nigeria. Now, when that was done, I looked at it that what, what is going on? Like, why would you end a peaceful protest that... You were giving prior notice before it was done or before it was even started the process started and we, we we gave you and by we i mean the youths of nigeria gave you and by you i mean the government a notice that we're going to protest the protest started we gave you the points, the agendas that we wanted you to address, we give that to you. Afterwards, um, it was published that 
from the first day of the protest up until today, 10 people have been killed. They were not killed by protesters. They were killed by officers representing the government. They were killed by people that we are also fighting for. Because if you check the five-point agenda that the five points, um, the list of things that we want the um, you, the government, to do for us, the people who are killing the protesters, three or four of those things had to do with them. Three. I think three of it had to do with them. You're turning the people who are supposed to protect the people against the people because of what that's the question i have to ask now i had to do some as usual right you guys know i have to go back and do some little little research and ask questions and i i listened to some other videos and i watched a lot of things and i came i decided to say okay does the regular nigeria know what their human rights is like do you know what your right is as a person living on this planet earth right do you know that in nigeria we have what is called the human rights commission the human rights commission is also known as the human relations commission and is a body that is set up to investigate promote and protect human rights what is your human rights human rights are moral principles or practices or norms that describe certain standards of human behavior Please, I'm not bringing this out from my head. I'm reading it off um, Wikipedia. That's my source. Right? Every human being has a right. He or she has a right. Regardless of their age, their ethnic origin, their location, their language, their religion, or any other status, there are things that you are meant to do. It is expected of you to do if you want to do it. And one of them is protesting so it's like the way you have the right to believe that's how you have the right to protest so when somebody says that and the the, the reason for putting a ban on the protest right i am reading now from narametrics.com and they're saying that the reason for the ban is that the guidelines were flunked by the protesters. The COVID-19 guidelines were flunked by the protesters. That's one of the solid grounds on which they are ending the protest. <sighs> Another reason they are giving, I'm trying to read because the things are written in really small um, writing, so it's really difficult to, to read right but it's i think my heart is just broken in several places um they also said that covid19 guidelines regulations public for the avoid i don't even know what to read Seth. it's online you can google it because there's no point wasting my time reading it they have like some almost, uh, this is 10, 11, or 12, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 reasons why um, this protest should not go on. 
and the clean it's the um it's a security committee that was the fct security committee prohibits co- dem- um, street demonstration that's what they, they're writing here i'm not um as you can see i'm a bit uh, off because the thing is just making me feel bad and another interesting thing that happened is by seven what was the time again let me check by 7 54 my twitter was shut down i could not do anything on twitter the last feed on my twitter was by 7 54 pm 15th october 2020 i have the screenshots because i'm taking um i'm building some sort of um catalog for myself so twitter has been shut down and they just brought it back up like let's say by midnight uh today this morning that's the 15th i think yeah the 15th or 16th sorry the 16th they brought it back now why am i saying this i I, i'm just saying that you need to know that as a human being living in nigeria and as a nigerian you're very important and every time you lend your voice to a cause be it a protest be it um raising awareness on a hashtag be it a social issue that you're throwing lights on every single comment you make on that issue raises awareness it creates some sort of wave and that wave builds in momentum from time to time so if you if you if you if it's like it's like a huge wave of if you've gone to the beach before right you know how the water sometimes they don't say the tide is high you see the water is coming with heavy force that's how a protest is right it's coming in full force you know daily against momentum i can tell you that from the first day of the protest the amount of people that were there are different from the you can't compare the numbers to to as i yesterday because it's like really late in the night right so what am i saying is that it builds the momentum builds so these people and by these people i mean the government they are trying to reduce and draw back the momentum the beautiful thing that i loved about this protest is that they had the online protesters and they had the physical protesters so we're hitting the whole hashtag and hitting the awareness from two ends right physically and permit me to use the sketchy word spiritually because of course the internet is not something you can touch and feel or talk you know it's a wave and we trended so much that we beat one of the most popular hashtags ever in the world which was the black Lives matter nsas um online campaign beat the black Lives matter campaign do you understand what that means let me break it to you guys it means that nigeria with a population of 100 and what they say okay you know we don't have statistics census in a very long time but nigeria of 180 million beats the united states who has 328 million people on a hashtag and remember these people they have uh, they came into they're over 200 years old if i'm not mistaken well i'm not an american so i do not know the uh, 
uh, how old they are i'm not familiar with their history so they have 328 million people and they're supposed to be like a tech savvy uh, population right but here we are in nigeria we are third world in quotes we are supposed to be backward in technology and stuff yet we had an issue we went online and we beat the first world country in terms of reach with the hashtag we had more mentions if i find that data i will share it i have to really search through my phone because i have so many information on there so this is just to tell you that you are powerful whoever is listening to my podcast you are so powerful that phone on your hand or in your hand that computer in front of you is so so powerful the internet is ridiculously powerful i can't even begin to imagine the power we have so much so that we do not have guns we do not have any sort of um um ammunition we scared a president a government that they had to start to begin to shut us from the um from the federal capital territory this goes to show that we're making impact and our voices are being heard we're a generation that is starting something they said we were losing nigerian youths right they said we didn't have what it is we were depressing phone generation they they they, they tagged us that our attention span is less than two seconds you know they had all these wonderful labels that were beautifully crafted to fit the nigerian young person but here we are we're getting funding we're going with the protests we're so organized that it's ridiculous to understand seriously i can't even begin to understand or tell you how amazing this protest organization has been people are sleeping on the roads we're not hearing any negative reviews like things are going on well so what am i trying to say back to my fundamental human rights matter it is our right to protest we do not need anybody telling us not to protest yes i understand that we have safety guidelines based on the current pandemic which is ongoing but i would have i would have thought that they would say oh let's wear face masks you know let's practice social distancing while we're protesting that would have been a better way to put it even though we know it don't work but seriously guys anyways let's move on police brutality my first video you know oh sorry i said video forgive me my first podcast we talked about you know the answers and everything but this video i want to speak more about the police brutality in nigeria today i also woke up to loads of videos of people's stories i saw a picture of a girl who rolled the map of nigeria around the pole and sat on the head of a lion statue and it seemed like she was crying because the picture wasn't so clear for us to see but it looked like someone that was crying and what was she crying about the story said that she lost three brothers to SARS or presently called SWAT 
three of her brothers were murdered by the SWAT team slash SAS team. Do you know how that feels like? She's sitting on the head of a lion. It, the irony is that Nigeria, she they say we are the lion of Africa. Oh lion, can you please rise and fight for us? Since we are the lions of Africa. It was sad to watch. I also read a tweet thread from Pastor Poju Oyemadi, the pastor of Confident Christian Nation. And he gave a narrative of how his wife was arrested by the same police people. He was on his way to a church service, got a call from his wife. He had to go to the police station. He got there and they could recognize that he was Pastor Pojo Yemadi. So the story changed. Welcome, sir. Pastor, welcome, sir. So the whole thing changed. And he said something profound in that tweet thread. He said, what if he was not a popular pastor? What if it was just a regular person who had a regular job and whose wife was arrested? What would have happened that day? And that's the question I keep asking myself. The people that can afford, that are wealthy, that are, can be recognized through their surnames, and those people that don't have the surname that can, that can command respect and power, what then happens to them? It goes back to Aisha's, um, Yesufo's, um, where she said no Nigerian is more Nigerian than any Nigerian that word it rings like a bell so if Pastor Poju wasn't who he is right now what would have happened that's one person's encounter I saw another story this one was a documentary where I think it was some sort of interview but it was one person speaking from the redeemed Christian Church of God it was posted on um, Pastor Folu Adeboye's Twitter page. I saw the video where a girl's mom sent her to go and buy something. On her way, they packed people. They just went there and packed the people, put them in the car. They were asking them questions. Nobody responded. They got there. They said that she should come and they called the parents that she did this. The parents said they didn't, she did not do. She said she did not do. They took her to one room, took her to another room, electrocuted this babe. By the time she woke up, she was... Oh, I, don't, I can't even see. She was made... Please, you can find the details, right? I don't want to go into those sort of details. It's really... There's a way it is. She was tortured. She was innocent, right? But she was tortured to the point that she had to confess that she was guilty. You know, right? I understand what she went through. Not in that capacity because I, in myself, right, I have been in a situation where I was accused wrongly for something and I was tortured to confess that I did it. That thing happened to me when I was in primary school. And as a full adult now, I still carry that hurt. So imagine that lady raped, tortured, 
to confess to something she did not do. When you are tortured to confess what you don't you did not do, you have to lie. You lie that you did it so that you can be alive. Because you're in a place where you feel if you don't say the truth, you are dead. I understand that feeling. In my own case, it was one person that was torturing me. In her own case, I don't even know how many people were torturing her. But she called. Ah. She yielded. She yielded to a crime she did not commit. She was locked in prison for years. I think it was about three years. And then they had to get lawyers to move her case from a certain court to another court until she was discharged from prison. And I asked myself, how many people are like her that are rotting in a way in our prison cells in Nigeria that there's nobody to fight for them? And then the police that is supposed to be our friend, the police that's supposed to be there and fight for us, they are the ones that are killing the people. And then people are saying that we shouldn't clamor, that there should be some sort of psychoanalytical, um, um, some sort of psychiatric, neuro neurological testing to be done on these sorts of people. That we should let them continue to dwell in the same society and continue to cause this sort of havoc. Can you please imagine if this happened to somebody that was close to you? How would you feel? There were people that were killed by SARS and thrown in wells and rivers. And they're saying that we shouldn't protest, that we should just leave it, that very soon all will be well. How long are we going to wait? How long are we going to wait for this change to come? Is this change a facade? Is this something that never happens? Is this a goal that's like that goal you have on your on your New Year's resolution plan that you never ever achieve year in, year out? Is that what's about to happen to us? And then we start to speak for ourselves and then you say we shouldn't protest anymore because you think... We are breaking the COVID rules. You don't think we can maintain social distancing if we can organize ourselves to hold an almost eight-day protest and organize amounts of money that has been displayed. You don't think if you give us guidelines for protesting and say, follow these guidelines, you don't think we would follow it and then you cancel our... You cancel the opportunity to perform our human right activity in a nation where we are born to to exercise that authority on in a nation where we are citizens we're not just a one a, like a, a first how do they say it we're not we didn't migrate to nigeria 
this is something they would do to us abroad and we would complain this is within the we are this country this is the country is us we are the country whoever is advising the people that are taking these decisions eh please just know that people are watching you right you know they always say that you keep provoking your child there's this funny adage they say that you even the good book says it that parents should not provoke their children to wrath it didn't say anger there's a difference there's a very clear difference between anger and wrath parents do not provoke your children to anger you people say you are what we are the leaders of tomorrow we are trying to lead now you are provoking you are pushing you are you are you are, you are stifling our 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 movement you are saying things i get wherever the press the, the the government is coming from with whatever it is that they are saying but this whoever is advising that I'm not sure you thought it through to the end because as it is Twitter was shut down it just came back up how wonderful is that what sort of coincidence is that when black lives matter Twitter didn't Twitter didn't shut down Twitter didn't go on on holiday for about six hours and we are back here again police brutality in Nigeria is real we stand on our five points we need you the government to do what we have told you to do we are here we are not going anywhere we are waiting by morning is a new day I don't know what the new day is going to bring I don't know what development is going to happen by the time it goes real, becomes real that this protest has been put, there has been a ban on the protest in Abuja. But we watch and see. To everyone who is listening to this podcast and has lost somebody, we are with you. This fight is for you and your family. To those people who are yet to join the protest, you might not go outside and protest. Pick up your phone, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, create awareness. When you go out, when you're at home with your family, educate them on why we are doing what is going, why we are doing what we are doing. Explain to them the reasons behind what's going on. Many of them are misinformed. They don't have all the all the totality of everything that's going on. But you can do your own bit. Don't keep quiet in silence. Let's go all out on this. We are Africa, we're Nigeria. And dear police people, the change is here. If you are angry that something is wrong with your salary, if you are unhappy, right, with the way the superiors and the leaders in the in that sector is treating and and doing things, it's okay. 
don't take it out on the regular man a regular man and woman on the streets i feel you guys have procedures in your departments and in your offices and the way things work you guys can team up and take it up with them leave we innocent nigerians that are just walking on the streets take it up with your guys leave us alone we're not the one that puts those sorts of laws there i end with this quote it's a dominican republic proverb and it says that what the trunks didn't do may the branches do and by god the trunks have filled of filled us up till now and with the branches we will grow we will spread and we will cover we will cover every city and every state and we will continue and we will push regardless of any sort of drawback we face we will overcome and one day we will be proud to say that we are nigerians i hope that you have learned something today you can always go online and do more research and don't you ever forget remain teachable have a good evening Thank mm-hmm. you.